0: Academia and academic culture is very, very guilt-prone and guilt-driven, and a big part of it is just like, you need to be working all the time, you need to be accomplishing all the time, you need to be just producing all the time, and when you're not, you're feeling guilty for not doing that.
1: That is Leanne Lapp, and this is Tiny Conversations. I'm Brian Colley. Leanne is a super intelligent, ridiculously strong, and amazingly upbeat person. She recently competed in the Canada East CrossFit Regionals, which if you don't know, basically means she is one of the fittest women in Canada. And she's also finishing her PhD in clinical psychology. She was telling me on the way to one of her competitions that there's this stigma that exists in the academic world about having any hobbies or interests outside of those institutions. I decided to meet her at her place and ask her more about that. Here's that conversation. The big reason I wanted to talk to you is the thing you said in the car when we were going to the CrossFit um, the regionals, mm-hmm. and you were saying that you're, you're reaching this amazing, these amazing heights and all of these people are super, super proud of you. And then you have this whole other side to your life and you were saying that you were keeping this achievement from them.
0: I I was reflecting a little bit more on it when you reached out and was like, let's revisit that conversation. And like, I think it's two. I think it is sort of two things. Like one thing is definitely part of my personality just to be a little bit more reserved, I guess. But the other part is that piece that I think you and I were talking a little bit more about in the car and this um, this idea of like different identities. And for me specifically, like I, I have this like academic life, and then I have this athlete life. And um, my academic life, I, you know, I'm academia and academic culture is very, very like guilt prone and guilt-driven and a big part of it is just like you need to be working all the time, you need to be accomplishing all the time, you need to be just producing all the time and um and when you're not you're feeling guilty for not doing that. And so that relates to my athletic life because then I I'm always like feeling a little bit guilty that I'm not, you know, doing more work and doing more of my academic stuff. Have you
1: ever told anybody who maybe you were nervous about telling?
0: So before regionals started, I emailed a couple of my friends, and I was like, hey, by the way, like, you guys know I, I you know, do CrossFit pretty seriously, and by the way, there's this competition coming up, and if anyone wants to come watch, like, let me know. And um, and then a few of them, no one made it out, but a few of them, like, live-streamed it and, and watched it online, and they were like, holy shit, like, I didn't know – didn't know you did like that like why didn't you tell us you were doing that um so then it was just like like surprise reaction and and then also like like why didn't you say anything (laughs) because this is really awesome so um yeah it's sort of this i think but uh, everyone's got we've talked about this a lot like with people in that world like everyone feels this kind of guilt culture and like always feeling bad when you're not doing school and not doing things that are related to your academic stuff, you know?
1: Where does that come from?
0: I think it's just, it's just, like, inherent in the institution of academia. Like, I don't know where that comes from. I think it's just, like, I know that, and it's not only graduate students like me that feel like this. Like, I know that professors also sometimes feel like this too. And... um, People, you know, I'll get emails from supervisors and other professors at like 2 a.m. on Saturday night, you know, like there's it's just part of the culture where people don't really have um, a nine to five mentality about it. And if if you are one of the rare people that do, they're pretty rare. And I think they get a lot of flack from other people for like, you know, taking taking a position that should have gone to someone more deserving because they're going to like work hard all the time.
1: That's, to me, that's so messed up.
0: It is so messed up. And I work in mental health. How messed up is that, right? Yeah,
1: because, like, we're hearing all these messages about, you need a balance. Yeah. We all need balance.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's really messed up. You know, both you and I have friends who are in medical school, and um, you definitely go through phases of, you know, an extreme out-of-balance life right where you have no time to like sleep and eat and do and exercise and do all those important things that you're trying to then like instill in your patients so it's super ironic
1: for you in this very very intense academic world where you're also i know you're there's also um stuff where you're like competing in the professional world too Mm. um what how have you found like have you do you have you ever gone for a time where you're not working out so you you can compare the differences between a life of like working out intensely and going mm-hmm. to school and not?
0: Um no, not really. Like I've always I've always been doing like a lot of other things in addition to my academic stuff because like like I'll go crazy if I don't, and also it gives me a way to like legitimize, I think like taking a break from that stuff. Like in a way, making it to regionals like legitimized my hobby. It made me able to feel a little bit less guilty about spending all this time at the gym because um, I accomplished something really big. That's messed up because why shouldn't why shouldn't I be able to do it just cause it's fun and just cause it makes me happy.
1: It's a scary thing because we could theoretically work forever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So then it's like, when, when do you, when do you stop? Um, and then in that world, you're like super reinforced for never stopping because people then are like, great. You're so hardworking. You're so diligent. And then you're the one that like gets the publications and gets the conferences and gets all the, all the things. That you, that you think that you need in order to succeed.
1: I could see that that'd be easy to internalize because you would see that and you would go, you would just naturally question: uh-huh. Did I miss this because of that choice to go to the gym that day?
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That that's so. That's what I mean. Like that's why spending time at the gym is always like interlaced with a bit of guilt, um, which. Um, I don't want to feel, but can't help it sometimes.
1: (laughs) I think there's a lot of ways to say, to get out of like, going to the gym. You have some very legitimate things where it's, I could could work more on this paper, Mm -hmm. but you still end up Uh at the gym, which I think is very good. Mm -hmm. But what is it that you tell yourself to make sure you keep going?
0: There's a few things. Like there's the fact that like I'm very goal driven. So I have big goals. And so then if I don't go to the gym that day, then I'll feel anxious about not going because then I'm like, um, I, I'm, you know, I need to go in order to get that much closer to my goal. Um, but also like, I think for a lot of people too, it's like, like you feel you feel bad if you don't go to the gym you feel lethargic you feel um just like not at home in your body you or you you do it to get a break from whatever else is going on in your life you know so you do it in order to take away some of the negative things that might be going on in your life also so um so working out is also just like super therapeutic and functional too so that's also how i get there
1: Tiny Conversations is a podcast featuring small discussions on big ideas. If you like what you've heard, you can subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher. And if you're already subscribing, feel free to let me know what you think of this podcast by adding a rating. Our theme music is by Broke for Free. If you want to get a hold of Leanne, she tweets at Leanne underscore KL. I tweet at Brian Colley. Thanks for listening.